Welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host for this week, Park Parkinson, and joining me is David Forsyth. Hi, David. Hello, hello, hello. I think I did this is... two in minute two, so now i got to add a third hello. <laughs> so it's going to be a thing now. Sorry. It's going to get a lot of hellos. Yeah. This is minute number three, as, as you heard from hello, 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 the third minute <laughs> uh, from uh, zero hours, two minutes, zero seconds in to zero hours, two minutes, 59 seconds in. In this minute, Lionel continues his discussion with the talking heads. Then Lionel gets his mystery box, and then we go to New York for a killer party where they've got CNN playing in the background for some reason or other. Like all hip parties do. I, yeah, yeah, we got to break out the Parliament Funkadelic, and then we put on Jake Tapper. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's, that's the duo, George Clinton and Jake Tapper. doesn't get better than that. The funkiest man on cable news, right? Jake Tapper. <laughs> He's so white. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Blitzer looks cooler than Jake Tapper. Oh, yeah. I know he's hundred percent. He was 100%. yeah. He has the cool beard. Uh, yeah, we get a so yeah. We we get a little bit of we, no, I shouldn't say Parliament Funkadelic. It's not. It's just Parliament. It's not right. the sure. not that old act. It's just Parliament. But we get a little Parliament at the end. We get uh, Mothership Connection, which is I feel like that's a that's a purposeful music choice. This sci-fi funk album feels like uh, that's and and the Mothership Connection. We have some sure, yeah. rocketry talk earlier on. Yeah. Uh, you were mentioning in our, our pre-talk that one, a, a big plot point gets dropped, or a, a Chekhov's sure. gun, so, sort so, of. Some some possible foreshadowing gets, yeah. gets thrown at us. Yeah, Potential. yeah as Lionel is, Lionel is continuing his conversation with the, the talking heads uh, in, his, in his conference, uh, they mentioned that uh, what they're objecting to miles doing is putting uh, volatile chemicals on a manned flight which i mean that's how liquid fuel rockets work but i assume there's some extra <laughs> some, special volatile chemical they want to more volatile on. than just you know millions of Rocket gallons of, uh, of liquid <laughs> oxygen yeah sure sure yeah. something else it's also volatile that's possibly closer to the wherever the the person is going to be sitting this is also this would be a, a departure from our world because i don't think we've had any have we had any private manned flights that actually went into space um i don't know if we've uh, actually done that i don't i don't keep up on it these days it is too many billionaires sending rockets into the sky to keep track it's true of it. that's true I, I know i know there have been i mean there have been attempts but did bezos go up on a private yeah he, he sent up his blue something something I, yeah, but and that and that was his rocket that did not quite go into space. Right, right, it went, right. It was, his, it was like, like, very, very close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his. That was his. His phallic. Yeah. I'm gonna try yep. and use nope. safer <laughs> work later. His his phallic rocket. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, there was. I know there have been other attempts. There was a fellow. Um, uh, how did I want to say New Mexico? But I could be wrong about that. Who was a flat earther. Mm. oh yeah fired shot himself, himself up. up yeah right yeah did not go well no. uh, uh -huh. and, and more than once has that made the attempt but I, still also, alive isn't he i think yeah he, I, he made it he, he, survived, he yeah. didn't have the happiest landing yeah. but he made it yeah uh I, I believe but also did not go into space didn't right. didn't make right. it all the way up so yeah i don't i don't know how any manned any manned private flights go all the way up yeah and um, you know they don't necessarily talk about manned or unmanned at this point but i mean imagine if elon was going to be like i'm sending up some uh, you know, uranium two thirty eight, or I think that's a bad one. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> up, up into space on the nose of this next rocket, uh, or something. You know, like we might all be like, eh, mm, hold on there, buddy. 
You that know, would be. So. I'm wonder, I am wondering what the chemical would be yeah. at this point. Yeah. I'm because Miles seems so out there. I'm like mutagen. Is this? Are they going to work? <laughs> are they going to work the turtles into the sure. Knives Out universe? I'm. I'm. I'm all for it. That'll be the next we genre the we conquer. Ooze, but you know, no. <laughs> Um, the secret of the use is Miles Braun. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're they're coming down on Lionel for this, and Lionel's response is, "Well, hey, so often his crazy stuff works out." Do you remember? We all we all laughed at what was the facts? It was remember child equals NFT. We all laughed, but then the Crypto Kids app paid for this building. Yeah. Child equals NFT, which it, which but then then Crypto Kids paid for this building. Crypto yeah. Kids app paid for this building, yeah. and they pan quickly pan over and almost like a sitcom shot. Yeah, quickly pan over like it's how I met your mother, and there framed is just a fax, like you said, the fax that that said uh, 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 Uber for. Uh, for 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 biospheres, for biospheres yeah, they, yeah. Just says just says child equals NFT. Just it, scrawled out there with and a it sharpie. doesn't even have three words. It's just child equal sign NFT. <laughs> yes, right? like it's it's just it's perfect. It's it's on a fax cover page type. You know, it's like a piece of stationery that only gets used for faxing. Uh, it's framed in what looks like a fairly cheap Target frame, sitting next to an old style fax machine like we talked about with the curly yeah. paper and if you look at the bottom of it where the pages come out you can see it's torn like very imperfectly too right like the 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 last page was torn off and it's all jagged at the bottom it's 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 a funny little shot it's brief but it's it's it is it's cute so it almost seems like uh i mean it, on, on the one hand it, it does remind me of sort of um garage mythos that all tech companies try to sell, you know, we, oh, yeah, we right. started, like, we started in a garage with just like our founder and, yeah. and, uh, and like a couple of, uh, you know, laptops or whatever, or in jobs case, building a couple of, uh, desktops. Yeah. And then also it seemed like putting it by the fax machine was like a reminder. Hey, gold comes out of this machine <laughs> right? for yeah. you ignore something. Cause it sounds silly or trite or because we get another goofy one too right he exposes us uh, last minute he showed us uh uber for for biospheres this minute we get ai in dogs (laughs) right yes that's great okay (laughs) um but in that what is it is it is it talking with dogs (laughs) is this a way is is this like like that thing where people people are getting their their house pets to push buttons is it but with AI, like, are they going to get their house pets to use chat GPT? See, I, I assume the discourse, like to me, that always means some sort of in-depth academic discussion. So I think that's usually how I hear it. AI into dogs, they all go to college and get English degrees, <laughs> philosophy degrees, something. Right. So. This is how. This is this is the next step after Dali. Yeah. The next yeah. thing they're going to do to uh, replace human workers is give the jobs to dogs. Right. The, all the marketing executives will be dogs. Well, they've priced the humans out of college, so you know, only dogs on scholarship will be able to go now. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, no, but the, the, that um, commentary podcast that I mentioned before talks about how uh, uh, Ryan and Ed had Ed Norton, who's also in this movie, but we haven't seen him yet. Uh, will uh, they? They had a whole stack of of funny faxes prepared and ready to go. <laughs> so these must have just been cherry picked the most like mind-boggling ones, but th- apparently there was a they had a lot of fun for a couple hours just drafting goofy fake faxes. So I 
I would I I would like to hear just a, they should they could sadly they could probably actually make it make a few bucks just selling a booklet sure. of Miles Bronze crazy that would probably be a thing that you could use uh, that you could use an algorithm to create oh, yeah. or just a just a dartboard <laughs> um, and a dictionary yeah 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 that sounds um, like a good good plan. <laughs> so after this, uh, we get we get the caution. You know, um, Lionel, your name is on this. It's gonna if it fails, it'll sink you forever. And uh, and then Lionel stops. He's he's done listening to them because he's he's gotten the package. Um, <laughs> and I have to mention that the delivery guy when he first comes into the room, right? The door swings open. No knocking. No anything. Uh, yeah. So the just the door just swings open, and the, those lights that I mentioned. In the last minute, like the last light turns off as he comes into the room. But then the guy says, delivery. I wiped it <laughs> down. Just like he's like Eeyore delivering packages. It's great. I love it. And I, I he, well, he and he would make sense to caution because yeah. you're saying, hey, it's OK. I know I'm in a clean space. I, right. I'm I also work for the same right. kooky billionaire yeah. that you work yeah. for. And he and he does not get the black topped box. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't has, get the, the cloche over his box. Right, he has walked in with just the wooden cube uh, or rectangular cuboid. Um, so yeah, he's kind of looking over the the box when that we the, we get a, a mysterious music sting that really reminded me of the um, uh, of the, the sting from Ghostbusters, the where things are gonna are about to get kind of spooky. Yeah. The, <laughs> rah, rah, and that sends us to New York City. We're looking at uh, a Central Park view, or a view from Central Park, really, right. to, yeah. to the skyline. And uh, and then we're in a room, and Claire is again on the TV. So we know we're still in the same time frame. Right. This is all happening simultaneously. Um, and that's when uh, Parliament kicks in. Uh, she is still doing the same interview. She's saying, she's, I'm a hard light on climate change. If that scares you, go stick your head back in the sand. Somewhat left of center Democrat, uh, though still being funded by this weird <laughs> billionaire. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and then says, um, uh, my constituents trust I'm going to fight for them. And then the music kicks up. Someone is playing with fire sticks, uh, which seems like a really dangerous thing to do at this not very large party. Right. During COVID. In, during COVID. In, we know we're in COVID. In what you assume is some sort of high-rise building because of what we've been shown, right? So like yeah. fire, yeah, high-rises. I think the view, the view out the window also looks like we're high up. Right. It, yeah, it, it does. So you would, you would think. But... Uh, this this party actually is, was uh, on a set in Belgrade, but they did a good job of of tricking us into. It looks very it, did, it, did. it looks very eclectic Manhattan artisty type. Uh, it, the party actually it looks, does look at like a very like a very cool party. I wouldn't actually want to be at because no, I'm no, not no. a party person. Yeah. But I would want to be able to say I had I knew those people later on. They all <laughs> seem like very cool people. Yeah, it, it fully looks like a uh like a club kids after hour party but it's it's broad yeah. it's broad daylight right like this sun streaming in the windows we know it's the the cnn morning show um kind of deal so right I mean, we, yeah because we know we know she's we she's also because she is in connecticut we know we're in the same time zone right, right not with lionel we assume lionel is you know super early morning this is like 
8 a.m. or yeah, something. Right. And right. so it's like it's like six or five in the morning for Lionel and 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 we're, we're guessing he's in he's in um, he's in California and it's much um, much later here. So, yeah, these people are are partying hard yeah. <laughs> yeah. while watching CNN at like eight or nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it, it's a weird mix. Yeah, but it, OK. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that uh, uh, it, it doesn't give you enough time to, to fully parse through that. Right. Like if you're just watching this movie and just flashes past, you're like, oh, there's a party going on. But like, when, yeah, when you get the opportunity to break a movie down minute by minute. You're like, hey, that's weird. <laughs> It, for sure. This is one of those things that I probably wouldn't think about yeah, at all exactly. if I wasn't watching it super closely. Right. I would just, yeah, I would just go, oh, there it's a party and this happens at a party. But, but Johnson is making an effort to tell us all of these things are simul- this is simultaneous. Right. Um, which we're saying before, it goes to what you said earlier that this is not just that it's a, that it's a delivery company owned by Miles Braun, but that it is arranged courier delivery that he wanted all of these people to get the package simultaneously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and they're, they're not in like cardboard boxes with shipping labels on them. Right. They just have that, that black cover on them or in Lionel's case, it doesn't. Um, yeah. W- yeah. Which the delivery guy felt free to take off yeah. as part of the process. So he, yeah. was, he knew exactly what to do and how it was going to happen. Well, maybe because maybe that was part of the wiping it down. Right. Like you had to uncover it clean that surface or something yeah i don't know maybe it's like a a possibly he was specifically directed to do it makes it all seem very deliberate very purposeful like on on miles's part yeah it makes me wonder excuse me one second sorry about that makes me wonder if this is actually a delivery guy or if it is a guy who works for alpha cosmos because like you wouldn't expect your rando even white glove courier type person to want to don a clean suit and, and clean things off and know their way across the floor. So I, I think that might be a fellow Alpha Cosmos employee, like the maybe the only other room, you know, like the guy who keeps the building from, from uh, fire oh, department yeah, or something yeah. like that. So the facilities guy, yeah. He doesn't usually do the deliveries. Well, yeah, that's yeah. not his general thing, but yeah. he's he's like a building manager something, sort, yeah. or who works yeah. for a building manager. Yeah, it yeah. could be, it could yeah. be. Yeah, that's really it for this minute. We don't we don't have any new actors. Um, we have some new plot points coming up with Lionel getting the box, and yep. we are at this party where we're. I think we can safely assume we're about to see a, a third box <laughs> be delivered. Yeah, we've, uh, we've changed our our venue, and the the introductions so far have seemed to line up fairly. Like, here's a minute, here's a character, here's a box, right? So like we're yeah we're we're on schedule for another one, right? So far, right? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, there are a couple of things from from this minute that I I think I I wanted to just note quickly. Um, Claire's sure. Claire's interview. Um, we see the screen long enough in this party to to know that you know she's sort of uh, typical CNN fashion. You know, she's occupying sort of the uh, most prominent two thirds of the screen with a ticker across the bottom and a and a mm-hmm. chiron mm-hmm. on the right. And it's a big. Um, screen you can see the screen in this minute that it's uh got a running total of covid uh deaths uh at, at that point so you're right, right like right. it's again like putting us right in the thing right so in case we, we didn't remember what you know may of uh 2020 was like uh you know that that's a that's an actual statistical reminder of of, of where we were so 
and delivering that reminder right as we're watching a party. Yeah, right. Which is, is, yeah. It's going to make us think like, who's throwing a party yeah. right now? Yeah. And what's their deal? And exactly. what, what are they like? That seems kind of not entirely responsible. <laughs> not to be entirely, doing. yeah. Then the other yeah. the other little tidbit um, I, I wanted to bring up was, uh, so when the delivery comes into Lionel's room, he, he he's still talking to the heads, doesn't really interact with it much he wheels the box over to where he had been talking still not really looking at the box he looks down at the box sees the miles tag on it and yeah he's immediately sort of distracted by that so he's getting that same flash that that um claire and her husband had just at they've been talking about miles the whole time in this meeting but that that hint of connection with him uh that that lionel gets is is still a draw to him so he's he's got the same affliction that they do I yeah i yeah. i am already getting the sense that miles has his hooks in people mm-hmm. and and they you know he attracts certain kind of person or or something in a certain kind of person yeah. and he's appealing to that and and when he you know starts an adventure or does something to grab them they are they're raring to go. They're ready for it. Yeah. I mean, we, we know that Claire's bankrolled by him. We know that Lionel works for him. So there's that immediate, like, direct financial Yeah, they're already time. sort of but, on his payroll to some degree. Right. But they, they have a more, like, they're they're intrigued and excited by by interacting with him. You know, it's, it's a, yeah, it's probably too early to say cult of personality for him. But, like, he's he's got a magnetic draw for both of them. And, um yeah, that's. I, I guess the only other thing, and I, I want to get your opinion on this because it goes by too fast, and I can't really tell. But when they show okay. the fax machine, I think that there are paper eyeballs with, uh, with um, eyelashes drawn on it attached to the fax machine. Attached to the fax machine. Yeah, I think that's. I, I think that's there, and I, I I might be crazy, but it goes it goes by so quick that it's hard to tell. So. Uh, give you a second to to cue it up if you if you got it app handy, but I yeah I'm I'm uh, <laughs> also want to look at it right now to yeah. see because that that very much sounds like yeah that <laughs> and again it the way that the framed facts yeah. is right next to the machine right that draws your attention does seem taking the point that hey this is an this is an important uh place this is where that there is an eye drawn one big eye drawn on the um where where you feed the paper in yep so I'm, i i i got a great pause on it right here and there, there are two eyeballs and then red horns coming out the side of it so it's like a little... I only see one. I only see one eyeball. No, there's the, the, the oh, oh, I see two. I see. Oh, they're not. I saw one eyeball, and I thought it was drawn on the back. I see, but they're drawn on the very front. Yeah, they're it sort also of three-dimensional. Yeah, it has oh, teeth. There, that's not the paper torn off in a jagged manner. That is teeth. No, that's someone glued Fantastic. a line of jagged cut paper on there. So, <laughs> so it's a demon machine that mm-hmm. spits out, you know, gold. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and I and we also see that the the child equals NFT on the top. It has Lionel's name on it. Yeah. It was specifically like a tent, like not necessarily tent, but it says like Lionel Toussaint. Yeah, Toussaint. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it was sort of like a, like kind of like a drawing attention Lionel on it. Yeah. 
That's that's a very and there's a little bonsai behind yeah, two there. Little bonsai this, this is the most personalized room. Yeah. 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 I mean it seems like a big open conference room, but I, I think this really is Lionel's office. This is his den. His den. Yeah, right. Yeah. His this rocket is, this den. is where he resides. Yeah. Yeah. Even even more than the party we go to, which seems like I gotta say the room in the party looks really cool. Yes. Everyone in there looks really cool. Yes. But it also looks very uh, manufactured, kind of in the same oh, way yeah. that the governor's house is manufactured uh, for, for a very different audience by a very <laughs> different person. Right. But it is also exist. This, the combination of the handmade fax machine decoration and the bonsai and the i heart new york coffee mug looks generally like uh someone has slowly been accumulating little bits of personality and imbuing them imbuing the room with those little bits of personality like kind of it's been much more organic um it's interesting contrast with the other spaces that to me feel very again very manufactured yeah i would tend to agree with that yeah Again, Lionel is my favorite person so far, and Wait, I want to, yeah, I want to spend all the time with Lionel, and I want him to <laughs> win whatever it is that was going to happen. Right. I want him to win. He's, he's in this great game of Family Feud that they're all going to play. <laughs> no, that's probably not what happens. Okay. I mean, that there's the how the uh, the the mystery box right. The, they sort of unveil the the button of the the, the feud. Uh, well, Wednesday, uh, one of our questions is is uh, without spoilers for this movie yet. We'll get to that Friday, perhaps, um, to talk about the new Benoit Blanc mystery. We're going to get a Knives Out 3. Okay. I think Ryan Johnson specifically actually wants to work in a subtitle of Benoit Blanc mystery and not rely on Knives Out sure. for name recognition. Yeah. Which makes sense. And I hope he can do that. This one, I think, has made a big enough splash. Yeah. People know Blanc is a name now more. And obviously, uh, you know, we're all here for uh, for Craig. Um <laughs> Uh, is great. Um, I have seen speculation, but that's all I've seen because he's still in the process of writing it. Is there anything you're hoping to see? Yeah, I think I want to see a um, a setting that matches the accent. So I want a southern gothic Ooh. mystery in the bayou kind of. Uh, oh, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Uh, now, I would love to have. It be a a prequel, like a early Benoit Blanc uh, story. I have heard talk. It's all again all submission, but I've heard talk yeah. people saying that that they thought it might be a prequel or it would be cool to be a prequel. I, I do not want them to digitally de-age Daniel Craig. Like do no, not, please do not no. Do that. But no, I don't recast because I I want Daniel Craig right. in there. Yeah, yeah. Just ha- just just have him play his slightly younger self. Yeah, just just put some masking tape on his face and smooth it out a little. <laughs> There was, you know, we were talking a little about about uh, uh, Poirot on previous episodes, yeah. and one of my, I shouldn't say favorite, I don't actually think it's that great, but one of, one of the interesting Poirot episodes, which is based on on a story, on a, um, like they're all takes I on stories, sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes combining them, but they're all takes on stories, um, gets into when uh, ages past Poirot had been a police officer. Uh, in in Belgium, and kind of the case that ended his police career, mm. 
and was the bridge between his time in the police and then he became a private investigator. And I wish I could recall more about what happened, but it's been a long time since I've watched <laughs> yeah. that episode. I just recall seeing, you know, David Suchet just just pretending he wasn't that old. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> playing playing young Wilger Paro. They just did, they just did it with makeup and it's, and it's you know trying to be as gentle with the camera as they yeah. could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I. I would be more than happy for that, and I don't necessarily want to see like a, like a, like an Indiana Jones three, beginning with her Phoenix, like a, like, a, like a young Benoit Blanc, but maybe see kind of, uh, one of his early, earlier not early but earlier big cases, not like an origin story, yeah, but maybe like the thing that kind of made his name, made him internationally famous, right? For what where what what was the first thing that made someone else call him world's greatest detective right like, right 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 yeah. yeah what put him in that or, in that upper uh, echelons if of... if they do do a young indiana jones flashback 10 minute like you know piece of of someone else playing you know like a teenage benoit blanc and then some kids like teasingly call him the world's greatest detective <laughs> I, I would love that that would be great i that would be kind of fun yeah. i i you know, I I would watch a uh, I would watch a a young Indiana Jones series, a, a young young Benoit Blanc series. It's yeah. like yeah. it's like a sort of a nouveau Encyclopedia Brown, but with a southern with a southern gentleman accent, yeah. and and have him you know have him live in in like Brooklyn. But he, <laughs> With that but he moved there when he, he yeah. moved there when he was like ten, yeah. and he just will not lose that accent. Right. That is the way he speaks, and he's proud of it, and he's gonna uphold his his, uh, I don't know his his personal idiom, uh, in in the face of, um, you know, uh, ridicule by other school children. Yeah, I'd see that. I mean, I'm gonna see it anyway. But like, yeah, I I I definitely be excited to see that. So, yeah, I. I'll I'll at least give a shot yeah, to sure. whatever. Yeah. There have been knives out references sleuth I think at least a couple of times. And of course uh, the if you've, you've seen sleuth with um uh, Michael Caine I have not but I I know of it. Yeah. He's uh he I wish I could recall to play the old the older person but he plays the young he's like a young hairdresser who's having an an affair with uh with this older uh a man who I think is a mystery writer, if mm. I recall the movie correctly. Um, he's had, they had an affair with his wife, and they engage in like a battle of wits. Uh, and it began as like a it's 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 a it's like a single setting play. Okay, uh, sure. it's, it's a it's two act I want to say, but it, but it, it takes place over two nights, two different meetings, if I recall, inside this one house. Like it all takes place in like the drawing room i guess you would say or or parlor of, yeah. of this rich man's house and there were some references and aside from just having a mystery writer be the be the ever-present dead man um uh in uh in knives out and people have been saying that like that would be kind of a way to uh to make a prequel like go back and and to the sleuth and there, there was a case with a tennis player i think that got mentioned they could do that i love the idea of having it be like a, a southern gothic because yeah. people have been saying that this is sort of his new money movie and knives out was his old money movie but sure. knives out wasn't really an old money movie like it had a mansion and yeah. kind of a cozy mystery feel yes but 
but that character was kind of a self-made man. I, I didn't get the impression that he came from money. His kids all grew up rich. Yeah. But he didn't. Right. Uh, he was just quite smart and and talented, but he was an artist who made a, who made his own money. Yeah. It's not really the same thing. I would be curious to deal with like an, a real old money situation. And sitting in the South would be a way to also to kind of to set it apart. Yeah. I can see it. And that would but that would keep his sort of look at American wealth going as his kind of focus for the thematic focus for the movies. Yeah, I could yes. No, I, I think you've talked me into my own idea even more. Thank you. Ah, I thought I'll see. Yeah, there you go. No, I, I that I think the these things would all dovetail together. Yeah. Um we'll give Jonathan a call after this and, and let him know what we think. I I I'm obviously like I said, I'll I'll be there for whatever. Sure. I'm I'm in, and I like, you know, I like Ryan Johnson, so I'll, I'll at least give a, a good chance to whatever he comes up with. Yeah, for sure. Was well, there anything else you would say about this minute? Uh, no, I think I we, like we've said we got all, all of it. Like you said, we didn't really get any brand new, new people in this one, so there's, there's nothing. Yeah, uh, just, uh, just some, some, some fun with faxes. You know, that's all we got. <laughs> so. I'm eager to see more about this party and who was throwing this really weird party yeah, when watching yeah. CNN. Uh, but yeah, we're just, we're just getting tantalized right now. Well, thank you very much for joining me, David. David, would you like to plug anything on our way out? Any projects or social media? Uh, well, we, we do, uh, my podcast edge of tomorrow minute has a, a Twitter account that we infrequently use, but it's the, the name is too good to not tell you on this podcast. So it's live, die, retweet is the name of the, Oh, uh, that's a good Twitter yeah, yeah, handle. Yeah. Robin from, um, he was from Fright Night Minute at the time, came up with that one for me. Because I, I was expressing my my dislike with the one I had. And he's like, how about this? And he's like, genius. So, yeah. <laughs> we, we, now we have to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Lift, die, retweet. Yes. Yeah. Please also check out our show on Twitter, Glass Onion Men, all one word. Please rate, review, subscribe to Glass Onion Minute on your podcatcher of choice. And... Goodbye, Hugh David, but I will see you tomorrow for our next minute, Minute 4. I'll be here. <laughs>